What I want you to think about is that procrastination is not a time management problem at all. In fact, I could give you all of the time in the world and you would still procrastinate. That is because procrastination isn't a time management problem. It's an emotional management problem. Welcome to Is This All There Is? The podcast for high-achieving women who have checked all the boxes and are left feeling overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and stuck. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ryan Fear, and in each episode, we'll use principles of cognitive psychology, feminist theory, and expert mindset coaching to help you build the confidence and clarity you need to accomplish whatever it is you want, even if you don't yet know what that is. Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to Is This All There Is? Episode 17. I'm Dr. Amanda Ryan Fear, and I am here to help you learn to work with your brain to get everything you want out of life and nothing that you don't. So this is the second episode in a series of three in all about how to have it all on your own terms and the three things that you have to give up in order to have it all in your own terms. So last week, we talked all about what having it all on your own terms means exactly, where having it all comes from, and really why I think it's the single most cause of burnout for women in our generation. We also talked about what people-pleasing is, why so many of us do it, why it's a problem, and how to overcome it. So super good episode. If you haven't checked it out, make sure to check it out. And this week, we continue on the theme. So having it all on your own terms, as you know, basically means really looking deep inside of yourself and deciding what is it that I truly want for my life? Not what has everybody else, including society and cultural norms, What has everybody else told me that I should want? Maybe you don't want the high-powered career or the family or lots of money or the perfect house. Maybe you want to go live by yourself somewhere that you can go snowshoeing every day. Maybe you want to start your own business and be an entrepreneur and work for yourself. Maybe you want to leave your partner and be single for a while. Having it all doesn't mean the stereotypical cookie-cutter, high-powered job, well-paying job, perfect family. As you know from last week's episode, you get to decide. And the challenge with that is deciding can take energy, right? There are actually lots of challenges with that. But Deciding what you want and going after it takes energy. And if you're doing one of the three things that I'm addressing in this series, which is people-pleasing, procrastination, and perfectionism, those are energy wasters. Those are habits that don't serve you, that all they do is waste your energy. So today we're going to talk all about your friend and mine, procrastination. So, so many of you come to me and you're like, I just need to stop procrastinating. I just need a better way to manage my time so that I stop putting things off and I'm not stressed all the time. And I get it. I used to be that way too. 
What I want you to think about is that procrastination is not a time management problem at all. In fact, I could give you all of the time in the world and you would still procrastinate. That is because procrastination isn't a time management problem. It's an emotional management problem. As human beings, our brains are wired to keep us from doing hard work because Millennia ago, hard work and discomfort, struggle could have killed us. And our brains haven't quite caught up yet, but it's okay to struggle, right? So it's possible to rewire your brain so you can stop procrastinating and start achieving the results that you've always dreamed of. But why do we procrastinate? We procrastinate because we're resisting and reacting to emotions in our bodies that come up when we think about doing a specific task. So what I mean by that is the human brain, I know you've heard me talk about the motivational triad before, and that's that the human brain is programmed to seek out pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. So when we put procrastination through this filter of the motivational triad. Let's say you have a brief that you have to write for work. So thinking about doing that brief causes discomfort, either because you're a perfectionist, and we'll get into this more down the road, but you're a perfectionist and you're afraid somehow it's not going to be perfect. You're afraid you're going to screw it up. Or honestly, it's something you just really don't want to work on. And there are plenty of other things that you would rather work on. So you you kick the ball down the road. So you procrastinate because your brain is programmed to not want to feel uncomfortable emotions, to not want to feel discomfort. When you think about writing the brief, you feel uncomfortable. So your brain's like, we don't like to feel discomfort. Let's go do something pleasurable instead. So you go eat M&Ms, you go watch Netflix, you go fold your socks. Your brain is actually pretty much programmed to procrastinate since it's programmed to avoid doing things it doesn't want to do or feeling things it doesn't want to feel. And to seek pleasure, it's always going to be like, oh, you don't want to write that brief? Let's go do something fun instead. Or if not fun, even something less onerous. So You have to learn to let an emotion, an uncomfortable emotion specifically, be in your body and let it be okay. Whenever you hear yourself say, I don't feel like it, I want you to remember that this is normal, but it's not a legitimate reason to not do something. In fact, pretty much all the time, when you're evolving into the next version of yourself, you're not going to feel like doing the thing it is that you have told yourself you're going to do or you need to do. Evolving is uncomfortable. Discomfort is the currency of your dreams, though. You'll feel the opposite of feeling like doing whatever it is that you're supposed to do. So it's really important to tell yourself when you have something on your calendar, on your to-do list that you're resisting doing, that you need to do it anyway. Be okay with the discomfort. I like putting specific things on specific, like specific tasks on my calendar to do on specific days and times. When it comes up on my calendar, I'm not more likely to want to do it. In fact, I'm less likely to want to do it. My brain's like, I really don't want to do that. 
But I, I know my brain's going to resist it. I know it's going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to do the thing anyway. That's what you have to do to move forward. So if you're constantly only doing what you feel like doing, you're actually going to be moving backward. We need to be willing to experience emotional pain. It's not being forced on us so much anymore in the fact that we have to go out and be uncomfortable for our own survival, like we're no longer hunting and gathering. But we have to open ourselves up to feeling discomfort. And we have to be willing to exert more energy, not the kind where we're stressed out and freaking out and shoving ourselves around, but the kind where we're allowing energy to flow through us and produce the work we're meant to produce in the world. So I want you to notice when you're doing your best work, it doesn't always feel amazing, right? I think we sell ourselves short by thinking that our most inspired work should always feel amazing and feel like flow. This is what keeps you from sitting down and writing the book or working on that paper or practicing your music. It's because we have this preconceived notion that if we're meant to create something, it should feel good and it should feel like flow. But if your brain has the parking brake on because it doesn't want to do the thing, then it's just going to feel uncomfortable, right? So the better you are at managing your emotions, the less you'll procrastinate. Another reason we procrastinate is because we're afraid that we aren't going to do it right. So this is where, if you identify as a perfectionist, this is where a perfectionist comes in. If you're delaying doing your work, delaying putting it out there, delaying doing it because it's not perfect yet, that's because you're scared. You're scared of making a mistake. You're scared of failing. You're scared of rejection. You're scared of someone finding out that you're not perfect, right? It's a vicious cycle. Perfectionists are scared of being judged. And if you don't complete something, you won't ever be judged on it. Delaying it temporarily prevents the judgment. Delaying it pretends to give us time to make it perfect. However, as you know, when you delay something and then you rush at the last minute to get it done, you're not doing your best work. So if you're a self-called perfectionist, you know this doesn't work. The work doesn't get done. If it does, we're so exhausted by it that we can't create anything else. So next week, we'll get into some tips and tricks to get through perfectionism. I wanted to make sure that I'm keeping this podcast more specifically to procrastination, but they really do go hand in hand. If you are avoiding doing something because you're worried that you're going to get it wrong or not do a good job, then you're going to put off doing it and put off doing it. So you have to be able to work through your perfectionism in order to stop procrastinating. This is where a lot of you say, but I do my best work at the last minute. And I get that. I used to think that too. In fact, I still sometimes go there where I'm like, oh, I just, I, I do my best work at the last minute, so it's okay to put it off. But I realized that that's really more of an excuse for procrastination. So remember how I said the procrastination is called by, is called, it's caused by emotional discomfort. So we don't want to do the thing. We're worried we won't get it right. That feels uncomfortable. Our brain doesn't like to feel discomfort. And so we go and eat the M&Ms instead. Well, there's a shift that occurs once you get close to the deadline. So your brain's avoiding feeling the discomfort of doing the thing 
which is why you're procrastinating. But then when you get close to the deadline, you get to the point where the pressure of completion and incompletion becomes more critical than the need to make it perfect. And that's when you go into overdrive to get the thing done. And that feels so much better than putting the thing off and stressing about it and worrying about it because at least you're taking action. But trust me, my friends, you do not do your best work under pressure. Imagine what a good job you could do if you actually took the time to do the thing, the time that you had to do the thing instead of waiting until the stress of the deadline kicked in. Because really all your brain is doing is changing one discomfort for another. So it starts feeling uncomfortable about doing the thing. And then it starts feeling uncomfortable about the deadline. And then you're like, oh, I've got to get this done. You get the thing done, and then that feels good. But what if you actually took the time to do the thing (laughs) instead of putting it off? So to beat procrastination, you have to become a pro at regulating your emotions. You have to be okay with letting something feel uncomfortable. So here's a tool that I use with a lot of my clients who are trying to write books or the couple of clients that I've worked with who've been writing dissertations or really any time that you need to sit down and do something when your brain is resisting. So the first step, like I mentioned, is get it on the calendar. It can be a smaller amount of time or it can be a small amount of time. This is another thing if you're a perfectionist. We tend to think like, oh, I want to write a book. And so therefore, I'm going to write every day for an hour. (laughs) We set the bar high. And then the first day comes and you're like, "Eh, I don't really want to write. And so you don't, and then you feel like a failure. So I would encourage you to set the bar low. Maybe you write for 10 minutes twice a week. Because inevitably what happens is you'll be able to do that and you might even write for longer but at least the bar is not so high that you fail right out of the starting gate. Okay, so choose a small, small bite-sized goal instead of setting the bar too high and get it on your calendar on a specific day. Then just know that when that day and time comes up, your brain's not going to want to do that thing. Don't give in. (laughs) Don't give in to your brain's nonsense. Be willing to let the discomfort be in your body and sit down. Now, here's the thing. I call this butt in the seat time. I can't remember if I've mentioned this in the podcast or not, but this is one of my favorite tools. So when the time comes up for you to do the thing, you don't actually have to do the thing, but you have to sit, like, let's say that it's writing that you want to do. You want to work on your book. You want to get your memoirs out in the world or whatever. The time comes up on your calendar. Your brain's not going to want to do it. You sit down at your computer. You don't have to write, but you do have to sit at your computer and you don't get to do anything else. So you don't get to scroll through Facebook. You don't get to answer emails. You don't get to get up and get M&Ms. This is but in the seat time. You don't have to write, but you don't get to do anything else. And what I found and what my clients have found when we do this is that your brain's like, okay, this is boring. Let's just write something. So but in the seat time, you're welcome. So to beat procrastination, you have to be on to your brain. You have to be, you have to know how to manage your emotion, to feel uncomfortable and be okay with it, and to work through perfectionism. 
So next week, actually in two weeks, we're going to have a special guest. I almost said a guest star. (laughs) This is a TV show. We have a special guest star, Elizabeth Sherman from the Done With Dieting podcast. Elizabeth is a friend of mine. And we're going to be talking all about perfectionism, how it shows up in your life, how it gets in your way, and how to overcome it. So I'm super looking forward to that because it really is the enemy of creating a lot of your dreams. Speaking of dreams, if you are ready to take life, I don't want to say by the horns, but (laughs) if you are ready to be in the driver's seat of your own life rather than being reactive to it, being overwhelmed, unfulfilled, anxious all of the time, I strongly encourage you and I would love to see you inside of the Mindset Gym. The Mindset Gym is my six-week program that I am super stoked about. It is where I've taken all of my coaching tools that my clients have gotten the most results from, they've gotten the most mileage from, in creating lives that feel too good to be true. So each week, I walk you through a pre-recorded video lesson, and in order to help you learn how to manage your emotions, how to work with your brain and not let limiting beliefs hold you back, and how to achieve your big goals faster with a lot less of the stress and overwhelm that comes from going after our biggest dreams. So it's six weeks of classes. Plus, you get three private coaching calls with me, just you and me, figuring out how your brain works together and getting all of your biggest problems solved. And it's for only $800. So that is a steal, my friends. You get the coursework, you get the private coaching, and as soon as you, st- as soon as you sign up, you can start working through the classes. So a lot of people, when they think, oh, video classes, I'll never get it done, I already procrastinate. What I will tell you is I've designed these classes to be short and fun and for you to get the most bang out of each minute you spend doing the coursework because I want these to be skills that you use for the rest of your life. I don't want them to be onerous. And I know that if you're already perfectionisming and procrastinating and overwhelmed, you don't have a lot of time and mental energy to dedicate to doing anything else. That's why you have to do this course, because doing this course will help you get beyond all of those things. So you get your time back. You get your energy back. You can do the things that you actually want to do without guilt. You'll have more time and energy for the people and the things that you love instead of feeling like you're on this hamster wheel all the time. So I will drop a link below for you to sign up for the Mindset Gym. I cannot wait to see you in there. We're going to have so much fun. And until then, take care. If you found this podcast helpful, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Go ahead and send it to a friend while you're at it. Thank you. My mission in life is to liberate women from the limiting beliefs that are holding them back from living their fullest, most joyful lives. If you'd like to learn more about my work, check out my website at www.amandaryanfear.com where you can find links to join my free private Facebook group and to learn more about working with me.